Welcome to the Daily Grind. My name is Kelly Johnson, your fun and friendly host. We are on episode 48 of season two, the very best one yet. We have two special guests on today's podcast, so I'll keep the introduction short. Let's welcome the founders of Sens, Justin Bowie and Ron Obden. Sense is an Asian-owned brand building a community that represents the empowerment of our Asian heritage through tailored men's skincare products. Welcome to the show, guys. Hello. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Kelly. I'm really excited to be here. So, Yes, we are beyond excited to have you on the podcast today. And our listeners are beyond excited to learn more about your guys' story and what you do on your daily grind. So, Again, a really cool episode that we have not one, but two founders uh, of Sons uh, on the show. Again, just share their own daily grinds and have some key takeaways and share your wealth of knowledge with us on the show. So I guess to get the ball rolling, either or, I don't know who wants to start first, but uh, can you tell us who you are, where you're from, and what you do? Yeah, I can start. Hello, everyone. Uh, and thanks again, Kelly, for having us. Uh, my name is Justin Bowie. Uh, I'm originally from Minneapolis, Minnesota, but now I reside in Chicago outside of SENS uh, as, as a passion project of mine as well. Uh, during the day, I actually just got out of consulting and I currently work at Amazon uh, within financial systems. Yeah, uh, so Ron Obden, I grew up in Chicago, kind of been here all my life. Went to school here as well. My background is in uh, analytics, and so currently, right now, I'm in the fintech space as a as a manager in, in business intelligence. So yeah, Kelly, thanks for having us again. You know, doing great things with your podcast, and hopefully, we can share uh, our knowledge and what we do as well. Wonderful, yeah. You you both have quite the grind going on. It's great. We all are connected uh, via Chicago, obviously, since the Daily Grind is headquartered and based out of here. Uh, the wonderful city, the windy city, yes. uh, and the crazy weather city, I'd say, too. So <laughs> It's cold. It's like yeah. single degrees right now. Single I know. Degrees. It's, a, it's a perfect time to grind indoors, mm -hmm. honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. We already got the keywords flowing. So both you guys have that business background. I would say, too, I want to ask you in, individually and as a team, how did you become interested in what you do? So, yeah, Justin, you mentioned you're in the, the business space with Amazon and then Ron with FinTech and, and business intelligence. Yeah, so I can go ahead. So back in, I did my undergrad in economics back at UW-Madison. So I've been here for the, in the Midwest my whole life. And then I also uh, got my MBA in finance and strategy. I've always loved technology growing up, a huge nerd in that area and that space. So as soon as I finished with my MBA, I got into technology consulting in a specific software and just kind of work my way through through that. And I've always had a passion for, for numbers, finance, and just seeing how that all flows. So now uh, I've kind of just parlayed my business experience plus technology experience and bringing that to Amazon and, and working with them and how to look at how to scale basically technologies internally. 
that's great to hear. Did you did you move to Chicago like after after your studies, just based on opportunities and and where your your career path is going essentially? Yeah. So, ba- basically, I mean after after Wisconsin, I actually went back to Minnesota to work for a little bit in retail, uh, corporate retail at Target. I actually worked at Chobani as well. So if you want to talk about yogurt, I'm your guy. And after I got my master's, I yeah, I, I decided Chicago is the place. My girlfriend lives here too. So, you know, that was that the the life strings are, are pulling together there. And uh, there's definitely a lot of opportunities here in Chicago. So if you're thinking Midwest, you know, it, it's it's Chicago is the place you want to be, whether that's business, consulting, uh, finance, uh, technology, this is the spot. Wonderful. Yeah, that's great to hear. Yeah, love, love Chaponi. I can't even say it right. Chaponi, uh, oh, yeah. You're going to have to hook us up on the pot or something. Maybe it'll, no. maybe it'll become a sponsor down yes. the road. Yo- you never know. Yogurt for everyone. <laughs> yogurt for everyone. <laughs> Let's go, Ron. Yeah, yeah. It's talking about my background, similar to Justin, to Justin about Chicago. You know, I when I mentioned I grew up in Chicago, I, I grew up here, stayed here all my life, got my uh, undergrad at uh, University of Chicago, and it, I got my degree in finance and economics, and then I started my career in the fintech space uh, in strategy, st- strategy and operations, and then from there I continued to stay stay in the tech space, and then moved back into the the fintech space doing analytics, and so I kind of you know what Justin said I. He likes numbers and I, I deal with numbers all the time as well. And, you know, we got connected through friends and it was kind of his vision with sense. And I got on board. I, I do a lot of things on the side in terms of doing creative work, like socials and everything. So, you know, we got connected and we thought it'd be a great time to, to partner up and start this, this venture during the pandemic. So I'm sure Justin will share more in his inception of the idea and, you know, how, how it's coming and, and going to be right now. Yeah, really well said, Ron. Yeah, quite the grind you got going on. Kind of full circle in regards to, yeah, just growing up in Chicago and then you're here today too and your journey progressed, obviously, in strategy and operations, analytics. I was going to ask, how do you guys both get connected? But it sounds like finance is the, the key word there. Yeah, for sure. It was, um, we, we always were in the same circle. And, you know, as I, you know, when I moved here, right, a lot of, you have a lot of friends still, um, but they kind of scatter. So, uh, you know, I, I had met Ron through some mutual friends and then, you know, we both just had the same acumen in terms of just like, you know, we, we, we love the hustle. We love the grind. We love business. We love tech, you know, and, and we kind of had the same goal, like long-term. So we kind of clicked on that matter and just decided it was a good, it was a good partnership. If, if anyone lives in Chicago, you know, as big as a, a city it is, it's actually a pretty small world. Like everybody in the same space, whether it's like the tech space or, you know, just a, you know, whatever network, everyone just kind of comes along. So yeah, uh, that's, that's always a good thing about Chicago, just networking. Really well said, Ron and Justin too, just like from the networking side, I'll just say Chicago's like a melting pot too. Just how I got connected with Ron, how I got connected with Justin now too different events and things even pre-covid uh just writing to someone on the street to be honest like oh you're friends with this person or oh you like to play tennis or oh you you studied that or you went to you know this university so it's it's really cool to see and you guys are definitely the hustlers grinders on here that's why we have you on the pod obviously so 
let's go right into what we the intro I, I mentioned. You guys are the founders of Send. So, what was the aha, aha moment in in starting Send? Yeah. So, you know, this pandemic's just been crazy in general. I think the beginning of it was wild to say the least. You get a lot of time to you. You realize you had so much time back, and there was. You know, for me, I was just sitting one day, kind of just thinking about all the cool opportunities that are out there. And you know, myself, I, I just realized, a, there's there's a potential for you to start something on your own that you've always wanted to do. But b, the aha moment was for me, like, hey, this is a problem I actually experience every day, right? Like, I think that's when I knew it, it was an idea to pursue. When I realized I was experiencing myself. So, um, sense as 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 you mentioned earlier is men's skincare products. So specifically right now we have our body lotion that's just released. Um, so for me, I've had dry skin growing up my whole life in flaky, dry, eczema, everything. So I go through that every single day. And I kind of just related to the fact that, you know, when I go to a store, I don't see something that's really meant specifically for me, you know, and I, I always felt my skin type was different, right? I think we're all unique in our own ways. We have all different roots and heritages. Um, but I always felt like all the generic stuff was for generic, you know, and for the masses. And I just never could find something for myself. So I realized, I kind of just put two and two together of, you know what, like this is a problem I have right now. There's gotta be other people who have the same problem, right? I, I'm not special in the world. Like, I, I, you know, our problems are common. So that's, uh, that's when I decided to pursue this opportunity and kind of just do some more research on it and then um, get Ron involved. Yeah, exactly. So when when Justin kind of came up uh, with idea and, and told me his his problem and his his vision for this, you know, I I thought to myself too. I I myself I experience maybe not eczema, but like you know, I I get really dry skin, especially Chicago. It's it gets really dry in the winter. So I myself put on lotion every day, but I never really thought to think hey, is there a solution that's targeted for me until Justin really brought that up? And that at that point in my, in my life, I wasn't super into skincare until it really hit me in the winter when, I'm, when I was putting on lotion and, and was saying like, you know, I need something that actually solves my problem rather than just going into a store trying to find a generic product that's not really targeted for my problem. So I thought it, it was a great idea. I got on board with Justin and, you know, we're, we come up with this product that's, that's, that we use every day now. That's really great to hear. And yeah, Justin hit the nail on the head in regards to when you start your own business or your daily grinder with a side hustle, you identify a problem and now you're finding, you have a solution for that, uh, which is really important. Number two, yeah, that target market. So you're not only serving, you know, helping solve the problem that you have on a daily basis, but also solving that problem for many others out there in the world that need that skincare uh, solution in a sense. So yeah, in a sense, uh, what was the story (laughs) story behind the brand name? (laughs) Oh yeah, the brand name. That's that's interesting. I'll let Ron take that one right off the bat. You know what, Kelly, to this day, we use sense in our conversations. And every time we use sense, we laugh about it because how great of a name when we first came up with it. So the initial, the initial conversations about coming up with it, like a brand name, I think it it was very important, right? So we were thinking of names that were very simple and that we were coming up with also kind of tying, uh, sorry. So when we were coming up with a brand, we wanted to make it something simple. So people like us aren't getting confused like looking for these products in 
like a like a store, right? So we want to make it simple. We wanted it to be targeted to people that have like sensitive skin. And so that's where the inception uh, of the name Sense, uh, you know, sensitive came up. So we use that and it kind of makes sense yeah. going forward. And in every conversation, we, we use that a lot. And I think it's actually a huge hit. <laughs> I think it's really a good attention grabber too, coming in that uh, health and beauty uh, industry, just kind of, and it's short for sensitive skin like you mentioned so i think it fits hand in hand in regards to who you're trying to to serve out there what consumers you're trying to reach uh those demographics so yeah you mentioned a little bit earlier in the interview but can you tell us like the latest and greatest at sense so you currently have a body lotion available yeah so latest and greatest is this earlier this week we actually launched our first product which is our eight ounce body lotion and we have been creating this formula for like six, seven months, you know, when you start a business and you start up like developing a product, you think it's pretty quick because you think like, like if you think it's important to you and quick for you, you think the manufacturers, the marketing, everything's quick too. That's just not the case. You know, I think we, we had a product roadmap and we originally were like, oh, we can do this in three months. Right. And it's just prolonged. So I'm excited to say this week, we've launched our body lotion. High, again, like we said, it's, it's catered to Asian men's skin, high in vitamin A and E, a lot of organic products, a lot of aloe for that sensitive skin, super excited. And we've partnered up with some micro-influencers online to kind of push our brand out there and get the word out. We've done a lot of social media marketing. We did some hoodie launches. So that was kind of some apparel that we were doing. But right now, we, uh, the body lotion is available on our website. And at the same time, we're, we're trying to figure out what are the other needs of, of Asian men uh, within skincare and beauty products and, and health. And, you know, at the end of the day, like we have the lotion, but there's, you know, I, I keep finding the, you know, the first time I find out an issue that I'm experiencing, I'm just like, you know what, I have all these other issues in my day-to-day -day life. Like, why aren't these some things I should look more into? So we're still discovering some new products out there. And, uh, but in the meantime, yeah, the body lotion is available for you. Wonderful. Yeah, that's great to hear. We'll have to definitely put a link in our show notes where to find Suns and how to purchase it online, which is great and it's available. So yeah, for all you grinders out there looking for with, with sensitive, sensitive skin or looking to support these entrepreneurs out here, here, here we are today, Suns. So yeah, speaking of you guys uh, being new, new entrepreneurs out there, how do you overcome challenges You know, in the early phase of, of product making? You mentioned earlier, sourcing logistics business operations you mentioned that roadmap was three months but now it's been pushed to six months like how, how do you overcome those challenges yeah i think it's it's there's a few things there's two things that i i particularly lean on and i'll let ron uh, also kind of lean on what he does like for me there's two things it's one the most important thing is why you're doing what you're doing Right. So yeah, you're building a product and you're, you're trying to, you're trying to sell it out, whatever. But at the end of the day, you know, the reason we built this brand, this product is because we want to help Asians out there that, that might be having the same issue. Right. And we, we want to be able to create products for other Asians that at the end of the day, never have access to it or didn't even un understand it. And I, I lean on that a lot. And I say that because lotion is lotion. It is what it is. But at the end of the day, you know, there's been so much going on in the world with when it comes to diversity and, and what's what's out there. And for me, it took a little bit to realize, you know what, like my skin is different and I'm proud of it. And because of that, I should take care of it, right? Like I'm proud of being Asian. I'm proud of my heritage. I'm proud of my roots. And that's what's driving me to create these products. So 
whenever there's challenges, I always, I always really look back at that and say, this is why you're doing it. These challenges are always going to be there. Got to keep going. And, and second, some other challenges from that, you know, how do we overcome them is I've been in consulting for like three, four years. So I'm used to just like fire drills constantly. And the, what helps with that is just accepting that issues are going to come up. It's how you react to things, right? Like there's going to be delays. I could be really mad about it and be angry and try to just, you know, rage my way through it, or I could just accept it, realize the situation and realize, you know, there's a lot of solutions out there. We can get around it. So I think that's, that's, what's been good for me mentally, you know, is just like accepting the fact that challenges come up and it's how you react to it. Yeah. Totally agree with what Justin said to go back on his kind of going back on what the purpose was. We, we spent a lot of time creating the, the brand identity when we were brainstorming the product. And I feel like I go back on that a lot because we really did carve that identity of the brand, what we wanted it to, to be. And I think people who, who do want to start a brand, they should really focus on creating that identity initially rather than say like, you know, catering to what everyone is saying, like externally that they, what they're, what they should make their brand. Because, you know, at the end of the day, it's your brand. And if you want to push for something simple or, you know, something that is, is focused on a target market, let it be that rather than what other people are telling you what the brand should be. And so moving on, what Justin said about his background in consulting, similarly in the, in the tech space, I, I work a lot, I've worked in, in startups and so everything is fluid. And like what Justin said, you know, if there's problems that come along, you're trying to find solutions every minute. So it's, it's not so much getting bogged down by these problems that always arise. Problems are here to stay and it's up to you to figure out those solutions. Uh, and so that, I think that's, what's fun about, um, having a startup is trying to be creative in that sense and trying to find solutions and how, how to make it work on your end, you know, not just, you know, saying like, oh, well, well I can't do it because my, my roadmap got pushed three months out, you know, like, no, let's figure out something else that might even be better at the end of the day. So that's always fun and challenging. Yeah, that's that's really great to hear. You guys both have great takeaways for our listeners out there. Just, you know, those daily grinders that have a startup or, you know, in the initial phase of, of their company or what they're trying to do with extending their product assortment or from logistics side, operations, all the above. You mentioned a lot of keywords, too, as well as, you know, having that diversity aspect as well as, you know, keep going. No one's holding you back in this day and age. It's it's up to you to have that that motivation to that continual drive to to overcome those challenges. Think outside the box. Love Justin what you mentioned on the fire drill side. You're one of those people that save lives out there, so that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes, every single day. That's that that's the goal. That's the dream, right? <laughs> I got that too. I got that too in my <laughs> my outside my nine to five job. But just going back on what Ron's saying, just being have that brand identity. You, I mean, there's there's so many different brands out there that in various industries, not just the one that you're in, and you can't just try to you know take that square uh, that square piece and put it into a, a, a circle puzzle. You know, it's 
I don't know the exact saying on that, but you can't just like force something in or push it into industry mm. when it's not the right fit. And I think both of you here are really good experts with sense and focusing on sensitive skin and uh, tailoring that to your audience. I think that's really important uh, for our listeners to hear. So yeah, speaking about both of your backgrounds and, you know, business, finance, consulting, do you think that has allowed you to think outside the box or w- when you are solving these problems, make it more easier than other founding teams out there? Yeah, I would say personally for me, for sure. I mean, if I can deal with, the way I think it's like, if I could deal with clients demanding so much and screaming so much and all that, like, I can, I can handle, you know, a late shipment for a week. Like there's certain things where I can, I can do that. And I think, you know, like you said, like you mentioned, it's, it's a fire drill constantly. Uh, things are fluid, you know, within technology, things are always changing. So that's definitely helped with that aspect. And then there's in my world, at least too, is that there are more than one solution to a problem, right? So just cause the ones we did originally, if it didn't work, okay, well, I have a thousand other options. So I think doing that has given, you know, me and us the ability to say, you know, what if we tackle it in this manner, right? What if we shifted out the dates on this? What if we pick this sort of marketing keywords, right? What if we pick this as the, the, the hero product for this and et cetera. So it's, it's definitely helped because it, it gives you an open mind and it, it, it helps you think about, you know what, like this isn't the easiest. Like if this was easy and there was directions and steps, then everyone would do it. But it's the ability to take in your background and, and say, you know what, like there's gonna be a ton of different complexities in this. How do you sort it out? Um, I think for sure my career has definitely helped me with that. As much as I've hated it, like sometimes I've stressed it during work of like, wow, this sucks. But I realized, wow, all those stressful moments and all those hard times and all those fire drills have given me the, the patience and experience I need to help you know, start a company or start a brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Like my my background in strategy and operations has definitely helped. And also I've I've had experience in being on the product side as well, creating this MVP, doing the research, just doing some market testing. I know people who want to start something, they can get really stuck on figuring out every little detail. And that's where you kind of slow yourself down, right? So if, if you're coming up with an MVP, just look like people need to take a step back and look at the big picture, right? Like first, like if this is an MVP, just make sure that the market is, you know, receptive of your product. So that's, that's the first step that, that we've done. We did our research, we did our surveys. And then second, let, then we can start figuring out like the logistics and how to scale it up. Right. Like, I feel like when people start something, they already go to like, how can we make this like a huge company, right? When it, it, you take little steps. So for, for this instance, we're targeting like the, the Asian community. And I've had my mom ask me like, why aren't you targeting everybody? And it's like, hey, you know what? Let's dominate like this niche market first. And then we can get there when we get there. So just really making sure that you're, you're not taking too big of steps, you know, like managing your plate. I think that's really important and not getting bogged down at every, every detail. If you continue to progress, you know, creating a product, having it getting shipped out to a customer, like, like big picture, 
I think everyone needs to take a step back sometimes before they get bogged down in their own details. Really well said, both of you, Ron and Justin, in regards to just, again, great takeaways for our listeners on their in that startup phase or looking to further grow their business, uh, whatever uh, step they are in the, in their journey. You kind of triggered, Ron, when you're talking about, you know, finding that niche or who, who you're serving as your target market to one of our past guests, Elena Kanicki, I just talked to recently, and she's she's in the dietitian nutrition industry and helping support but her audience is just focused on women's health issues because i mean even too with you guys serving in you know health and beauty and with body lotion like there's so many different products out there but it's really who you can have that personalized approach to or that personalized solution speaking of your your experience in being a star it's just perfect timing i feel like every time i interview people on the daily ground it's like they're just a couple months in on their on their startup or just a, a new entrepreneur out there but do you have advice for our listeners that are um you know a little bit before becoming an entrepreneur in a sense that they have an idea they've jotted a ton of notes down and they're kind of lost on uh getting that initial kick or that motivation to 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 get going and uh, pursue it further do you do you have advice for those uh, grinders out there Oh yeah. I think for me, and I'd say this to anybody, anybody who asks me like, should I do it or not? Yes. The answer is yes. Regard like for me, it's yeah, you're gonna find the market. Yes, you're gonna find your customers, yes. But like if you're worried about that already and you're having this like what we call like analysis paralysis, where you're just analyzing every little thing, any reason to not do it, like you're gonna waste time. And you know, we we can't waste time, right? That's that's it's not endless. So um I would say, you know, my biggest advice is got to trust yourself to give it a try. It's, you know, and, and be accepting of that. And it's, it's the lack of effort or even attempting it. That's going to hurt you in the long run. I hear people give ideas all the time and some, and sometimes they can be ludicrous ideas. Okay. And they're just like, they're so out there that I might not understand it, but I always respond to them saying, just do it. Because you, we can sit all day in conjecture and think about what are the great possibilities. Oh, could this be a $10 million company? But like, unless you just go do it, you'll never know. So if you're sitting out there on the couch and you have this cool idea that you want to try, go. You know, if you aren't good in tech, you need someone to make a website, find someone or try it yourself first and then find someone, right? Because you're going to learn something new. If you're not good at marketing, go try it and then get someone else who can help you with it. There's so many resources out there to help you try that we never had advantages probably 10 years ago. So you, you just gotta try it, you just gotta do it. And one really good way, if you're just like, oh, well, my idea is just way too complex or too hard. I think one advice I do give a lot is try to do a service or you, whatever you're selling, try to do it yourself, okay? And then do it yourself manually. So um, like if I am building a, DoorDash, okay, just out there, right? Like I'm, I'm building some cool apps, some technology and it's to do food delivery. Well, you know what? How about you try to manually do it yourself first before you invest a lot of capital and time into it? Like, is this a need? So if I'm doing like a DoorDash, okay, let me try to pick up someone's food, get their order, go pick it up myself and deliver it and see if they'll pay for it. Like just go do it yourself. Cause then you'll start to realize I might actually have a market, right? If you can actually successfully do it. And not only that, you know the steps to do it. So now it makes it easier for you to even start the business. So that that's always the biggest thing. And that's what we tried to do in the beginning, which was obviously I'm a perfect consumer for it because I it's my need, but it was like, okay, like let's try to manually do it ourselves before we start to scale anything. And, and that's where a lot of the learnings are, but it's all experience and just doing it. 
Yeah, I, I totally going to echo what Justin said. You know, I've wanted to do something on my own for, for quite some time, and it never never got the chance to just do it with, with, uh, before Justin. So I have a lot of creative ideas that I just never went after because I just never did it. Not because I had no time, because when people say they have no time, it's just really their prioritization of it. And so, you know, when people have great ideas, and I feel like everybody has great ideas and inspirations, what I always tell myself is that inspirations have expiration dates. If you have inspiration at this very moment, you should just act on it rather than let it sit because you know what, an hour from now, two hours from now, you might forget, or you just might feel lazier and, you know, aren't motivated to act on it. So just taking that in mind, if you have a great idea, you should take some type of action, whether it be schedule some time to maybe hash out your ideas on paper so you have it jotted down, or maybe, you know, you need to talk to a friend about it. Like, you know, Justin and I, he talked to me about it and, you know, it was a great idea. And then eventually finding a partner in that sense in that sense um, <laughs> or you know just take any action because if you're not taking any actions on your creative ideas you're you're never going to start it so first step is always making that first step so i just advise everyone to just go after what you're you're thinking about and take some actions before your inspirations just get put in the uh, rear view mirror. For sure. And I, I do want to add this and for any listener out there, like how often do ideas come out and you're just like, oh, I thought of that like two years ago. Or like, oh, that's so simple. Like I thought of that already. Like the difference between you and like seeing all those things is that's that the other person did it. It's not that they had, you know, more money, more time, more resources, because we, we have those, we have the access to that now, right? There's so much freelance out there you can get and so many great info that you can just Google these days. If the difference is they just did it and don't let that stop you. Don't let that stop you from, from anything. You just gotta go for it. Yeah, really well said both of you, Ron, Justin, in regards to just going out there and doing it in simple terms. It's easy as that. It, it's, it, sounds, it sounds difficult from an outside perspective to be honest though, once you get the ball rolling, Look at you could be on the daily grind, just like Ron and Justin here, you know, talking about <laughs> talking about your business and uh, sharing success stories out there in the world. So, yeah, speaking of speaking of your business, uh, you mentioned earlier in the podcast, it's it's less than a year old. You started during the time of COVID. Do you think it's more easier or difficult? I would say 2020, 2021 than prior years to start a business in your industry. Ooh, so. I think, you know, this is a, a def difficult year, definitely. Uh, but when it comes to, you know, the, the difficulty of starting a business, I think the pandemic um, kind of helped in that. And it is because, you know, we didn't have to go in the office anymore. Travel stopped for us. So we didn't have to get on a plane. We didn't have to go into the office. And when you think about the commute times alone, you're getting back a few hours here and there, right? Or even more. And again, there's only 24 hours in a day. So when you get like, a fraction of that back, you realize, wow, I can use that time now to start something. Um, so in that aspect, it's it's definitely helped for me. Yeah, I, I totally agree. It's a lot of time back uh, with the commute, you know, and 
you're just home being able to the convenience of your home, right? So I think that when the the pandemic hit, it felt like I had a lot more time on my hands to spend and it was up to my responsibility how I spent that, right? So if I could just really grind in my day job and get eight hour, hours of work done in like five and I can spend the three doing something else, say like I'll, I'll definitely do that. I, I definitely think it needs to hit people that their the time is in their hands because I can't I can say that like yeah I'm too busy with work or or whatnot but if I really if I'm if I'm focusing on my day job and getting stuff done earlier than I need to I can focus on my my grind or or my other passions right yeah I, I would say it's it's definitely a lot easier in the, the pandemic I mean I can't go anywhere anyway so like you know happy hours I'm not doing that anymore I'm not going out in the weekends uh so i'm kind of just kind of forced to to stay inside and, and do what i can inside in, in my home yeah really well said again a lot of great keywords just in regards to taking advantage of it not in a sense taking advantage but in a sense but <laughs> optimizing optimizing your time and ron you mentioned earlier like you know prioritizing what you do on your schedule and to Justin, you know, talking about doing something that you're passionate about, something that you enjoy doing that, that you want to work on each and every day or whatever your schedule looks like in a sense. So having those excuses of being too busy with work or not having time to fit in something that you enjoy is not the right answer in, in this, on this podcast. And I guess for all our listeners out there. So I think you guys are great examples in regards to showing that you can optimize your time and get the ball rolling with your business and help out others out there, build the community, build a brand, build whatever your, what your end goal is and continually improve, continually grow, continually to inspire people out there. So speaking of just inspiration and just motivating, we, we talked about, you know, managing your time, but what's, uh, you also mentioned earlier on, on resources and uh, networking do you guys have advice for our daily grinders and making the most out of uh, networking or building or ma maintaining those relationships? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, when it comes to managing your time, here's my biggest thing is wake up earlier than you normally would. Just like if you normally wake up at seven now, wake up at six, right? And start your day then, and then you can fit everything you want or you've been doing there. Um, so that's step number one is just wake up earlier. Like that's like the, I think that, even if you wake up and don't do anything, it's it's gonna it's gonna snowball into something greater. But making most out of their network and relationships is having the courage to just again do it and ask someone. Don't be afraid to connect with someone on LinkedIn. Don't be afraid to send that direct message and say, hey, like I would love to learn more about your industry. Hey, I would love to, because people are willing to help. Like you don't need to be scared of you. And if they don't, and if they don't want to answer you, then okay, on to the next one. So I would say first have the courage to do it, but um, second, be genuine. Like, I understand that you want to go into it with you, you, there are, there is data you want to extract from them, right? There's something you want from them in a way, but at the same time, we're, we're people, we're human and we want to connect and we all have a thirst to connect to become friends. So be genuine in it. You know, I, I think come in with some questions, but also learn about the other person uh, because that's huge. And that's how it, you know, it, it, it you know, it carries forward everywhere else. There's a lot of good apps these days, a lot of good websites that allow you to do that. You know, there's obviously there's LinkedIn, you can direct message, but other place is Lunch Club. So you can actually, it's like, 
artificial intelligence that matches you with people that you should network with and they set up a time for you to do it. So again, a lot of resources out there for you to just use and, and develop those relationships and network. Yeah, my, uh, my advice for networking is, J Justin mentioned this, but just don't be afraid of rejection. I feel like some people are kind of put off by sending that message because they, they might seem that they're gonna get rejected or ignored. And I think they're doing you a service by just outright saying like no or rejecting you because you don't have to spend more time trying to connect with that person because your your goals don't align, right? So it's kind of onto the next person that you, you can try to connect with and uh, network. But, you know, I feel like I myself, I never really took the time to reach out to people because I was afraid that they might not, you know, agree with, with what I'm trying to do. But now it's more of, you know, let's, let's connect. If our goals align, like perfect, if not, you know, then wish, wish them well and onto another, another person to, to network. Um, so yeah, don't be afraid to, to connect, reach out. It's kind of the first step in, in networking. Connect with us. Absolutely. We'd be happy to, to talk to you and, and tell you our journey. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you both. These are, again, really great advice for our listeners out there and, you know, managing your time, making the most of, of those networks, those relationships. Uh, <clears throat> like Justin mentioned earlier, lots of great resources out there to, to connect with people that have like-minded interests of you, not just on the business side, but also what you do outside your daily grind, way to have that work-life balance as well. I think that's really important uh, in this day and age, and especially during uh, this time of COVID as well, just having that balance so you're not getting burnt out or anything of that. But yeah, we, we talked about, Ron, Justin, we talked about your, your daily schedule, you know, your living, breathing sense, and also <laughs> grinding out yes. there in your, in your, in your nine-to-five job. What's on your daily grind uh, later this year? Oh, yeah. Later this year, I mean, I mean for me, whatever, like I, I, we have the sense thing that we want to push as hard as we can. Um, and I think that's our biggest focus right now, obviously outside of our nine to five. But another daily grind, I would say that I want to do that. It might not be business related, but it's a personal related where it helps my business is just to continue to live a healthy life. And that is like my grind in the future, like this year, that's the grind I want to be on, which is like being able to get my fitness in, being able to eat healthy, because then I know that my, my, the best version of myself can help my companies, my businesses, my ventures. Cause if I'm not at my best then they're not going to be at their best. So that's a grind for me every single day is like, do I skip the pizza or not? Do I skip the workout or not? And I live on that value. Say, so you know what, like you told yourself, this is a big for you. So get at it, right? 6 a.m., go for a run. Yeah, eat healthy, which is very hard, by the way, mm -hmm. for all you grinders out there, oh, I'm yeah. sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, um, aside from what Justin mentioned, uh, you know, I also am focusing on my health. I, I used to wake up like five in the morning every day and being at home <laughs> or the pandemic, I, I haven't been able to, to wake up at 5 a.m. because I have the luxury of staying in the whole day so getting back on that, getting my fitness and my nutrition back on track. He mentioned if you're, you know, putting good things in your body, obviously your your body is going to thank you for it down the line, including, you know, lotion, obviously. <laughs> and you know what? I'm, I'm actually planning to, to move out of Chicago this summer. So if anybody is in Texas, that's kind of the projected plan down to 
network and connect as well, leaving the Chicago winters behind as I do get kind of more hunkered down in the winters. So I feel like that's also a good advice. If you if you know that you get more sluggish in the winter and aren't as productive, maybe you should explore other places that are uh, better for you, for you and your, your habits. But yeah, that's it for me. Yeah, it sounds like both of you guys have quite the grinds going on for 2021. As we say in the Daily Grind, keep up the grind. Uh, with the sense business and and what you do uh, outside of that again having uh, health is really important uh, self-care as well and yeah speaking of texas shout out to our our uh, one of the best sports pods out there talk that sport pod those guys are out in in uh dallas area so yeah lots of great things on on your on your grinds we're excited for you here on the pod speaking of uh daily grind and motivation do you both have a word of the day to inspire our listeners out there or even a, a quote or a saying yeah, for me, it's 1% a day. And that is, you know, 1% a day of progress, it, it compounds. So um, I say that to myself every day, like 1% a day, whether it's a habit of mine that I want to, you know, a bad habit I want to get out of, I want to, or, or, or a task, or just on a business in general, like, take 1% a day at it and keep going. Um, because there are going to be days where you just don't want to do anything at all. But if you start to do at least 1% a day on it, it, it starts to build up. So yeah, like it might be really busy at work today. And, but I know that 1% a day for me is I can just make a social media post. I can make sure inventory is good. Like that's 1% I'm working towards it. So for me, it's, it, it's always about building that habit, building, just compounding on each other so that I, I'm always doing something for it. Uh, so 1% a day. Yeah, I, I don't have a quote or anything, but I think one mantra I try to um, think about all the time is just ownership. You know, everything that I do is is on me and I'm responsible for that, whether it be making sense successful, you know, doing good in my job or, you know, exercising today or not eating that pizza. That's on me. You know, I can't blame anybody else but me and I think that motivates me to always kind of be the best person I can be. Yeah, really well said, both of you. I think both these quotes or mantras fit perfectly with today's episode, just being in regards to taking that ownership and, again, owning it on that 1% a day, being able to continuously improve as well as continuously work towards those goals that you have, whether it's in your business or outside your typical daily grind. Really important great motivation for our listeners out there last but not least uh, justin ron if our daily grinders have questions comments uh want to get in touch with you after the show want to purchase uh sun's product how can they do so after the podcast for sure so after the podcast feel free to go to www.havesens.com sends is s-e-n-s and you can find us on instagram as well at have.sense those messages come directly to us. We answer them religiously. So feel free to connect with us on there. Or you know what, if you want to just talk on a person, like on a completely different level, that's not just about sons, you know, find me on LinkedIn. Absolutely. Justin Bowie. Uh, we'll leave the link with you too. And yeah, hopefully, hopefully we hear from you. Yep. You can find me on my LinkedIn as well. My name, Ron Obden. But yeah, Justin's on our Instagram 24 seven. So just send him some DMs. Yes. Slide constantly yes yeah, don't worry i'm still working though amazon don't worry like, i'm actually working <laughs> slide into those dms no we'll put yeah. definitely put ron justin's contact info in today's show notes where to find uh sends uh, on social and where to find their site so you can guys go comp a 
body lotion. Want to say thanks again for tuning today's episode. A big thank you to Justin and Ron for being on the podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the Daily Grind this week. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to follow us on Twitter or Instagram, we are at Daily Grind Pod. Please also remember to visit our website, www.kjfwi.org, and comp our merch. Next time, my name is Kelly Johnson. Have a great day. <laughs> that was fun, Kelly. Thank you so much. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, thank you. This episode was produced by the Kelly Johnson Foundation with music composed by Connor Christian. Thanks also to our podcast team, Aiden Donaldson, Paige Albright, Lauren Ricks, and Mike Finkelstein.